All right, folks, welcome on back to another episode of the Boombasticast, but not quite a full episode as the headline would read. This is another trailer talk coming your fucking way, baby. Um, to th- this episode's trailer uh, is the new released Spider-Man No Way Home. You know what I mean? Tom Holland, your boy Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Zendaya, your girl. Killing it, dude. Well, Hawkman's a, a way bigger, a way bigger fan. With a name, uh, with a name like Cumberbatch, a lot of dirty jokes come to mind, and I got caught up in it. That's why I had the pause. But then <laughs> the Hawk's a bigger fan of the, the 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 medium of superhero film than I am. We were talking about it briefly before. Um, I'm not really up to date with my superhero stuff like I should, but the Spider-Man films, I will say that uh, I, I am kind of in, you know, inclined to follow them since uh, the Sam Raimi films. I really thought were incredible, um, and I give it to Sam Raimi uh, all day long, not sexually, but just in praise. But I give Sam Raimi a lot of credit because he—that's d- the second time. He made me care about something I regularly don't care about. All right. It was Spider-Man. And it's not that I don't care about. It. I never got into it. You know what I mean? I could appreciate it. But something, the other one is for the love of the game, which that dude made me care about baseball for like two hours, which is a very interesting and very, uh, that should be on his tombstone when he dies. It should say, made Matt Fisher care about baseball for two hours. Right under is his fucking date's departure date, which I hope says never. We love Sam Raimi here. But I love those Spider-Man movies. Even the third one, not as good as the first two, of course. Um, callbacks to those films. Uh, but they didn't call back Sam Raimi to work on it, unfortunately. That was sad. But um, it looks like they got Christopher Nolan to fucking direct this one, I seen. From the first gathering, I said, what, Christopher fucking Nolan? Direct this. This is Spider Man and like the fucking uh, what was the film he did there with uh, yeah, the camera? Um, oh god, yeah, Inception. I know. Inception. Inception. Yeah, I thought this was Spider Man meets Inception. Inception. For a second, I was like, interesting, interesting choice. Um, nice mashup. Well, well, I mean, it's one of those things that you bring in. The character, uh, Dr. Stephen Strange, that I know, he, he warps reality. I mean, you got, you got to have a bit of those, you know, time-bending, uh, you know, visuals. Well, the only reason why I'm going to watch Dr. Strange 2 is because my boy directed it. Heck yeah. If it wasn't for Sam Raimi directing Dr. Strange 2... I would, I'd give it just as much attention as I gave the first film, which I did give the first film a little bit of attention. And by that, I mean, I, I, at a Comic-Con, I seen some posters for free of the film, and I grabbed a few of those posters. Those are the, that's the attention I gave Doctor Strange, the first film, uh, with all due respect. But Sam, I'll, I might actually buy a ticket with, with the Hawk if, if we're allowed in theaters again. Oh. Not because yeah, of COVID, yeah. just because we're animals. But, yeah. yeah. I, I'm ready to check this out. How about you? It's a weird vibe, though. There's so many Raimi crossover people. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's weird. Because you're getting a feel for the goblin that Defoe's back. 
Yeah. And what's his name's definitely back. Uh, fucking, and, and was it, uh, Alfred, Alfred yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, hey man, they should give Raimi a cameo. That's all I'm saying. If I directed a Spider-Man movie, which ain't in the cards, then I would uh, have Raimi up in there. But let's roll with this fucking trailer, baby. Without any further ado, the nightmare walking psychopath talking Spider-Man. No way home, brother. There's your boy, Dr. Strange. Thank you. Hanging out. Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Peter Parker. I never wanted to lie to you, Hawk. But how was I supposed to tell you I'm Spider-Man, brother? Well, man, you should have told me, man. You should have told me the truth. I, I tried so many times. The only person that they ever bring back is, uh, what's his name, playing the, the, the dude at the at the newspaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I lost my mind. That's why I can't think of it right now, but he's the shit. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. From your favorite film, The Lady Killers, uh, the reboot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks nice, you know what I mean? Which is, it's uh, it's difficult not to look nice, I feel. You know what I mean? When you have that much money. I've even oh. seen some fan films look that good. I like how this is very Scarface influenced with the, all the snow everywhere with Doctor Strange because he's a big cokehead. I think that's a nice touch. Uh yeah. Well, I I I I think uh, it has uh, less to do about him being a cokehead and more to do with a big hole left by a big green guy from another. Now movie. he's got. Yeah, there's my dude right there. Wong, I think that dude is in Inception. Yeah. Uh, when you start playing with time, things go all wonky. I'm rather, this makes me look forward more to the Doctor Strange Raimi movie. Do you know who directed this one off the top of your head? Probably one of the dudes that did the last one, right? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't check it out. I'm... Like I said, like I, said I, I like the Raimis. Well, I guess we'll continue on this. Look at that ball of energy there. It's like an orb. This right. Christmas, in case you, you don't get your kids anything for Christmas, they can just watch this Inception mashup with... Spider-Man. Is that Superman coming to save the day? Probably, right? Oh, oh that, that's Strange Man. That's Doctor Strange. That's Doctor Strange. Huh? He's heavy in this film. Yeah, yeah. They're really pushing for that, uh, that they're setting it up, setting up the... Doctor Strange is probably the next big release. So right there, you got the foe's voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And up coming... Alfred, yeah. Manila. Alfred, I gotta say, honestly... Out of all the returning faces, I, I, him and Defoe were the ones I really was happy to see that are going to be coming back. Oh, of course. I mean, that's fanfare to a degree. You know what I mean? Like, it, it throw, throw back to those old Raimi flicks that we all love, uh, the, the Spider-Man ones, of course. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, it looks good. You know, I'm not quite a big, I'm not like regularly, typically a comic book movie fan. The Hawkman probably got more praise for it, but I do like, it looks good for sure. Um, I do like the teases to Defoe. Uh, it'd be very disappointing now that if it was just his voice, like that was just a clip they used from the first, from the Raimi movies to like, you know, just for fucking buzz, that would suck. 
Um, cause again, you don't want it to have too many villains. They got, they got to make sure they juggle that appropriately. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the big thing. I mean, the thing is not only are they having, you know, uh, those two, uh, supposedly having those two villains from what I heard. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a total of six. Six villains? Yeah. Yikes. Because the thing is, um, for those who, like me, you know, follow the comic books and all that, this is all old news. Right. But uh, for my pal, Matt, um, Thanks for in, in the Spider-Man comic books, there was a group called the Insidious Six, which were six Spider-Man villains that would team up every so often and try to kill a uh, uh, get rid of Spider-Man. I mean, comic books, you always have, you know, you have the Legion of Doom, you got the Injustice League, Fuck you got it. a bunch of different villains that, you know, team up and try to, you know, take down a bad guy. But one of the, uh, I mean, uh, take down one of the good guys. And the Insidious 6, um, at, they, they've tried to do an Insidious 6 movie, but had, have always uh, failed or uh, had issues. Now, uh, I've watched a bunch of different people, you know, dissecting this trailer. And there's a lot of little hints and clues that, um, of course, we know that Willem and uh, uh, Alfred are the most definitely going to be there. Also, um, the lizard from the Andrew Garfield one and also Electro, uh, played by Jamie Foxx, from... uh, the other Andrew Garfield uh, movie. And supposedly they're going to bring Mysterio back from the dead and they're going to bring uh, uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture in. Hmm. And the thing is that, of course, they're also going to bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and, you know, do this whole multiverse thing. Um, As, of course, as Matt had said, that uh, you see a lot, it's very... um, in the trailer, it's very Stephen Strange heavy. Yeah. Uh, big question is: Is that Stephen? Uh, it, it might or might not be, because there's a uh, running uh, thing on the internet that that could actually be another person in disguise as Stephen Strange, manipulating the situation to cause mayhem. Like and MF Doom. Hmm? I'm more familiar with the supervillain MF Doom, all caps. Rest in peace. <laughs> Speculation, he geek faked his death. We'll see. Yeah. Well, in this one, uh, there's a rumor that it might be actually Mep- uh, Mephisto pretending to be Doc Strange because hmm. uh, those who have followed you know, some of the comic books, there's a storyline that this is very close to where Spider-Man goes to Mephisto and asks him to, you know, erase the memory of, you know, him being outed as Spider-Man. And, of course, he had... And by making this worse, he also... um, uh, Mary Jane loses all of her memories of him being uh, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, and their entire love um, is uh, dissipated. Yeah. And... And the thing is, it's it's very close to this storyline, of course, with 
when you have and dealing with, you know, the TV and movie versions of the comic books, they do take uh, liberties. Right. And, have, and, you know, they take an idea and sometimes they go in the same direction and sometimes they go in a different direction. Oh, maybe, maybe we're just blowing smoke up your ass. Maybe it is Stephen Strange. But it's one of the uh, fun things to think about. Yeah. I mean, now, I know that I uh, when we did the Ghostbusters Afterlife one, I made a comment about being nostalgia out, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't, you know, too, you know, hyped about, about that. This one... Um, I'm still kind of on the fence. I mean, the thing is, I love superhero movies. I love characters, and I love, you know, like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange. I really like him as that character, whether he's playing him or he's playing someone pretending to be him. And plus, also, you got you're bringing back Alfred Molina and William Dafoe. Those those three within itself. Is reason enough for me? Speculatory Willem Dafoe. I'm very. I I read something. Started on the IMDb? I didn't check the IMDb, but I I did read that um, he was all but confirmed. There's a weird. I don't know. That's a lot of. There's a lot of villains in that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I. um, It depends on. It's like, you know. If they have a a director who uh, comes from TV, then yeah. it, it can work. If it has a director that has come, comes from just movies, it probably won't work. It's I believe it's probably the same director that did Homecoming, right? I don't know. You know what? I think I'm going to check that out. If it's the same director that did Homecoming, you know. I'm a little suspect of that director, to be honest with you. All right. All right, boys and girls out there. And I only say that because of this. All right. I remember he did, if it's the same director, he did a little horror film called Clown, which was a good film. You know what I mean? Now, what was weird about that is that it, that film got its hype because he put out a fake trailer for it. And at the beginning of the fake trailer, it said, from Master of Horror, Eli Roth. So he kind of, and he didn't know Eli Roth or anything. He just kind of put it out there like that. Now, I don't know what, what somehow Eli Roth seen it and go, went and went, oh my goodness, this is fantastical. And then like he helped him make the film. And then after he made that clown movie, he was ushered into uh, this cop movie starring Kevin Bacon, Cop Car or something like that, that it didn't look like it was that fantastical. And then he went into doing Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, I only bring take this long journey with you because I feel like if, let's say if me and Alexander the Hawk over there wanted to put you know, we've got a short film getting ready to come out called Special Treatment, folks. Now, if me and Alexander the Hog put out a trailer for this that said, from master of horror, Eli Roth, special treatment, you know, executive producer, uh, presents type deal, I feel like me and Mr. Hawk would be in court uh, fighting for our, our financial lives by the end of the week. You know what I mean? So I just thought it was a weird... 
in any other filmmaker out there for the most part. I just always thought that was a weird little, uh, I don't know. You know how the business is. It's weird sometimes, man. Shit just kind of links and flows like water. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, what can I say? Um, I, I agree with Matt on that. Um, I got no hate for the dude. I just think it's very suspect that I'm very, I don't know. There's something about it. Something about that one that always like stu- stood out to me whenever I seen it. Uh, the the veal came up. I think I've seen some behind the curtain stuff I wasn't supposed to see or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, e- either way, um, that guy, that director that Matt was talking about, is uh, it yeah. Mr. John Watts? Yes. Okay. He's the one uh, who's doing this uh, this Spider Man. So he is doing this. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I thought the other two were okay. I mean, as 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 we have seen and commented about other productions where they add a lot of super villains or heroes or other characters that it gets bogged down and just ends up not being that good. I, I hope, yeah, I hope we don't lose our John Watts interview. We have him lined up to come on the show the week that the new Spider Man movie comes oh, out. Dude, dude, he just texted me. He told oh me no. That. Don't even do, don't tell me that the audience can't handle it if they hear that if they hear yeah, that. He, he said he said that he's taking us to court right now. He's taking us to court for um, uh, dismerging his uh, his good name. Well, I'm very glad you brought that up because I do want to give you a little tidbit of ironicness. Uh, following his come up, I feel like if we were to put do the same thing to him that he did to Eli Roth. We'd be back in the courtroom fighting for our financial lives yeah. again. <laughs> Ain't that a beautiful thing? Um, but what a world, you know but, what I mean? But, but going with you, okay, no I, did, I did double check the IMDb. Yo, Willem Dafoe is in it. I, okay, Willem Dafoe is in it. So is Jamie Foxx. Okay, so just, just uh, and, and of course, Alpha Molina, as, as, as we are. We, uh, uh, so, but those three definitely are at least on the IMDb. Okay, uh, so they are definitely going to be in it. And um, like I said, maybe I, I'm just a hater because I'm not, I'm an underground filmmaker that wanted Sam Raimi to direct it. Uh, it's interesting though. Yeah, uh, hopefully he doesn't cancel out on that interview. I probably should have kept my mouth shut. Maybe I'll edit this out so we don't lose the interview, Hawkman. We'll see. Yeah. If that, everybody listen, if the te- if the text is real, then you'll you'll still hear this part in the episode. How you like that? <laughs> Very nice. But well, yeah, I, mean, I, I really I really enjoy the Sam Raimi. Uh, one and two, I think, are some of the best comic book movies ever made. Number three is good, but to go into the villain thing, I think that that had too many villains, and it only had what two villains? Well, I mean, the thing. Venom. Well. Technically three, if you want to call James Franco's, you know, like oh, trying to be daddy. But I mean, the thing is, I, I can tell that, you right now, the, I can tell you those James Franco cameos got cut out of the movie pretty quick when his yeah, deal about, probably. Well, anyway, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, he'll be on the show. We're gonna put James Franco on the show when when John Watts cancels out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that's going to put us even in deeper water, dude. Uh, no, but, that's big hits. We're going to take over the world. But as as I was trying to say, that um, 
I mean, I'm I'm open to checking it out. I do have to admit that this the problem I have with this is the same problem that I had with the uh, Ghostbusters one, where I'm just kind of tired, and and I have to admit, just I I'm I might check it out, but um, also following with my, what Matt said that when you have so many. I mean, yes, it'd be great to see, you know, I mean, Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin and Alfred Molina is Doc Ock. Those two main reasons to, you know, check it out just because they're two of my favorite actors playing two iconic Spider-Man villains, which is great to see. But the thing is, like Matt said, when you have so many these, can it be done? Yeah, it can be done, but... You know, then of course the question is, Willem Dafoe and uh, might be in in the uh, IMDb, but what big is his part going to be? Like a small cameo, or what? Think, what they're going to do with him? I I kind of I mean, think, I, yeah. And and uh, and the thing is that I understand that they're all about building up and kind of expanding on you know the different Marvel movies and. And making every everything epic and all that, which is great and fun, but you know, there's such a thing as too much is, of of a good thing, you know, uh, is too much. And and it's funny because I've said this before, and um, is that I don't think there has been one actor that has nailed Spider Man and Peter Parker, okay. I think that, like, Tobey Maguire, I thought he was great playing Peter Parker as, as you know, that guy who just couldn't get a break, that, you know, every time he tries to hold on to something, it, it slips through his... And, and, and you felt for him, okay? Right. That's what he had. Andrew Garfield had the wisecracking, you know, um, joking... Good combination. You know tongue-in-cheek kind of uh, Spider-Man. And Tom Holland is the young Spider-Man. He's the, the kid who wants to prove himself, the kid who wants to, you know, become, you know, the the, the, uh, the hero. Tom so Holland the thing is, is all three of them, all three of them, if you could take all three of them and combine them into one Spider-Man and Peter Parker thing, then I think that would be a perfect uh, melding of all of them. I mean, I enjoy all three of them for the different things, but I don't think any one of them, you know, really just nailed the role on its own. All right, so there, Dr. Mangle. It's interesting seeing, you know, them all together when they do it. All right, there, all right there, Doctor. You can't be mashing people together as much as you'd like to. You know what I mean? This is real-world shit. All right, and in this world, you get Tom Holland. Tom Holland, I, I, I appreciate Tom Holland as... Um, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, for sure. Um, maybe my second favorite, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, for sure. And to go back to the the cameo deal that we talked about 80 minutes ago, the um, Defoe, I think he's, and even Alfred, I think, they're, they're both, Defoe's still killing it. Um, you know, for anybody out there that don't, doesn't remember or didn't know the little fact that, uh, you know, he did The Lighthouse, and it was a small kind of indie film, but that was a big success for an indie film. 
It's a higher budget indie film. And don't forget, it was actually nominated for an Academy Award, which was big for fucking that caliber I mean, of film. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not. I know. Let me, let me finish what I'm trying to put together here. You just talked to eight years. <laughs> All right, buddy boy. Let me just reply back to your fucking cameo deals, and then we can move forward. Um, no, nah, you're the best talk. I love you too, dude. I love you too. Um, we'll make out after the show. Um, but it, I think, you know, they're both getting a little older, and this is no, this is no issues with those folks, you know what I mean? Um, you could tell Alfred is aged a little bit, and that's no heat on him, you know? Uh, and I do think that they, I don't think they're going to be, there's a lot of fucking effects to go with both of their characters, long days, a lot of physical shit, just carrying that stuff around. Um, what's not CGI at least, you know what I mean? So I do think there'll be a smaller thing. It could be almost a flashback deal or something where it just intertwines real quick. Um, I would love to see Raimi do a cameo. I will say that I'd love to, like, even if he's just fucking eating a hot dog on the side of the street when you know peter parker rides his bike by him and he, you know he could have a little thing where like uh you know there's a little interaction that'd be cool i think Raimi deserves that because like i've said before i think Raimi not only should be credited for the, some of the best spider-man films ever made i think he should be credited for kind of reinventing the superhero film the way that we see superhero films nowadays uh you have to give credit to Raimi because before he did those Spider-Man movies, you had more standard shot, kind of like, you know, the, the Punisher, Superman, um, great films, you know what I mean? Some better than others, uh, but they were very standard as far as being shot wise, you know what I mean? So Raimi was the first, all that wild cinematography and camera work of going all over the place that he, that, that makes his movies so great. Um, is really kind of like that. That was the new blood of everything we see today with, uh, you know, superhero films. So to go back to the other ones real quick, like the first, the, his, uh, you know, his first, his first three that he did, you know, the first two are really good. The third one's all right, but I, I felt that I had the issue with like too many villains a little bit. The Garfield movies were, were, were I didn't really get too deep into them. But at that point, I'll be honest with you. I uh, I was give I was very judgmental with them because of being such a Raimi fan. And he Raimi and Tobey Maguire, which I appreciate Tobey Maguire as um, Spider Man for sure. He might be my favorite. Him 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 or Tom, and Mr. Holland, uh, uh, neck and neck. You know what I mean? But uh, I was hard on the Garfield film. But I don't I don't find Garfield likable. No offense to the dude. I just think he's kind. He has that Michael Sarah kind of vibe where it's just like no michael sarah isn't uh is likable no michael sarah uh what's the one from uh social network and uh oh, um mk the uh, american ultra yeah jesse i know eisenberg. you're talking about jesse I mean, eisenberg jesse yeah, eisenberg yeah. my friend well, I mean, both of them are like you know clones of each other yeah but i think garfield's a little more likable uh, Eisenberg, and this is no offense to him, it's just a lot of the characters I see him play. He has this, I don't know him personally, but he's got such a fucking weird, you know, there's people in the eighties and nineties that you just, you, you like, you see him on screen and you hate him and that's kind of their deal. I think that's kind of what Eisenberg is nowadays. Uh, he's definitely, he needs to find a role where he plays a, a super despicable character and let reality and art mash up and win himself an Academy Award. I think that's what he needs to do. Um, 
But yeah, I'll go see this. You know, even the home, you know, to go back with Watts, the homecoming one, you know, I thought it was a little overrated because everybody was loving it, but it was, it was good. And the same thing with, I see, how many animated movies did they do in between? Just the Spider-Verse one or did they do well, two? Spider-Verse is the only animated one. Uh, and that seen- one was kind of like not tied into uh, the, yeah. the live action ones. It was kind of like on its own kind of deal. I watched that one. That wasn't that bad either. That got a lot of praise too that I don't know why I got so much praise. But again, I'm not a comic book fan. And uh, I'm just watching it at, at face value, you know what I mean, for oohs and ahs, pretty much. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like I said, this is uh, – is this going to be coming to HBO Max, or is this a straight oh, have to no, go to no, theaters no, thing? No, uh, because it's Marvel, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Because what, only Universal does HBO Max or something like that? They well, have a deal with somebody. Yeah, yeah, I mean um... – Whoever, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers. DC and, and yeah, Warner Brothers, DC, all yeah. that goes on HBO Max. Marvel's, uh, you know, all hangs out in the mouse of house. Is uh, there still goes. a D? Is there still a D? There was a DC channel for a while, wasn't there? Or like a sh- DC streaming? Well, or that I, gets subsidized. Well, I, I mean, HBO I Max. think that all that has been kind of like messed into uh, the HBO. Right, right. Because I mean, when I go on to it, it has. All the HBOs, you got the, um, all the HBO stuff. I mean, the all the DC stuff. So, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so you plan on checking this out? You excited for it, or how do you feel as a comic book fan? Well, I mean, I, I definitely do want to check it out, but as I said before, um, because of being kind of like all nostalgic out and and. Like I said, I mean the superhero movies, and and I, I kind of kind of lost my love because right. it, they just keep on pushing them out, and I don't think they take as much time as they should with them. And with this one, am I, you know, for the nostalgia factor of seeing, you know, the uh, the the uh, other Spider-Man and the other villains that we've seen before coming together and doing this multiverse, and you got Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah, I am. I I am interested in psych to see it, but also at the same time, I'm like, it's just getting to a point where they're just throwing, you know, oh, people like Alpha Molina in Spider Man Two, throw them in. Oh, they like uh, uh, this aspect from this one, this throw them in. Which I'm I'm hoping that you know. The story and everything is is filmed and everything works together. And, of course, since Disney's putting so much money into it, I'm sure that they've taken the time to at least try and make it look and and sound good. But, I mean, I'm kind of like on the sidelines just like you're just throwing throwing everything against the wall and it's kind of like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'll see when it comes out. I'm not going to go to the theaters. I mean, when it's on streaming or a DVD, I might pick it up. But, yeah. You know what I think? What? I think that America and the world, every comic book fan in the world, every comic book fan, uh, comic book movie fan in the world, will see, judging by what I've seen in this trailer, I think we will see uh, Sam Raimi direct Spider-Man again. Uh, in that Doctor Strange movie, 
You know what I mean? I'm sure we're going to, and it's going to be cool because Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Raimi is the bomb diggity and he'll have a throwback to his movies, like one of the famous shots or something, you know, he'll redo that shot, you know, that famous shot of him coming down with, with fucking the chick, you know what I mean? Not literally fucking the chick, but with what's her name? Mary Jane or something like that. Mary Jane. Uh, and like the big kiss scene or something like he'll, the uh, Raimi is one of the, the, the best. And, uh, I, I, that's why that I'm a fanfare for Raimi. That's why I'm going to see Dr. Strange. But I think that, yeah, Spider-Man will probably be in that, that Dr. Strange too. So he'll do He'll end up doing that. And maybe he'll be at, you'll see Alfred and, uh, Defoe Willem popping up in the, in the Dr. Strange movie. You know what I mean? Well, I know who I know who's definitely popping up in that movie. It'll be old friends coming coming back to play together again, like Kevin Smith likes to do nowadays um, with his films. The why who who they announced to be is they they already announced the villain. Well, no, that right now it's a lot of you know conjecture, but it's a Sam Raimi movie. You know who's going to be there? Of course, Bruce will be there. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean. It's not on IMDb, but it has been rumored. Of course, he, he, of course, to show up as Doctor Druid. Okay, so I'm interested to in see that. Of course, it'll probably just be a, a, a small role, but uh, it'd be nice to actually have you know old uh, Bruce in the uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, man, I, and I love seeing Sam doing big movies again. He stepped away for a little bit, I feel, but he's, you know, he's still top caliber. You know what I mean? Doctor Strange 2 will be, you know, a big summer blockbuster film and it'll be a big deal for him. I don't want to jinx him. <laughs> Hawk's going to Hawk's gonna be in the next Suicide Squad too. I heard. Uh, yeah, I'm working on I'm working on I'm trying to set up a meeting with my pal, uh, Mr. James Gunn. I keep yeah, on telling him, people Next Suicide Squad movie, you got to bring in the Turtle Man. Yeah. Great class villain. I'm perfect for it. You got the same build and, and the great uh, same method methodology, man. I like it. Owen said he wins the weight, uh, uh, the race, dude. That's what they say. Well, I put in a good word for you. If I catch myself talking to James Gunn in the next couple weeks, uh, maybe the, like the fifth thing I'm going to talk about is going to be making sure Hawkman gets put in that Turtle Man role. Well, thanks, man. No, that'd be the that'd be the main objective. If I talk to him in the next couple of weeks, solely biggest question: How's Hawkman get on that film? Heck yeah, that beautiful. Ain't that a beautiful thing? Now I need a favor from you. Uh oh, what? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Hi, <laughs> right, boss. So do you want to say anything else about this? No, just that, um, I mean, yeah, it definitely looks cool. It has a lot of, um, you know, uh, Easter eggs, a lot of cool things that it could be or could not be. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things that I love superhero movies, but you know, it's, it's getting to a point where maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's just, they just grab stories from comic books and like, ooh, can we just throw everyone we, we can think of into this one movie? And, and of course, I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, I, it's, I mean, unless you're making the movie like four or five hours long, 
you know, you if if you bring in all these great uh, characters, it's it's cool. But if you don't give them time to really shine and have fun, then you know it's kind of like pointless. What's the point? So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm hoping I I'm hoping that uh, like I said that uh, I mean when when you have great uh, class acts like you know Jamie Fox. Alfred Molina and William Dafoe in in the movie, and then of course you have put upon that Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland. You know, all of them have to get some you know screen time, some you know uh, you know time to you know work on their characters and show you what what we have missed or what what they're going through. Right. It's going right. to get bogged down. That's my fear. Okay, maybe I'm just overthinking this, but I think it's going to get bogged down. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you were going from earlier when you said it, like a TV director. I know exactly where you were going. You're thinking about your boy Josh Whedon, because I know how much of a fan you were of how the the Avenger films and how he how he handled so many characters. I remember hearing you talk about that a couple times before in the past. Because the ensemble cast, like when you get a whole cast of TV people, you got to juggle every week. Like you get good at being able to juggle a bunch of characters. Whereas in if you typical filmmaker, you know, you mainly only focus on maybe two or three main characters that you have to kind of keep the momentum and keep the, you know, the relationship with the audience going. So that's why these TV directors, you know, are a little better at that. You know what I mean? Would you feel more confident with that? I hate to say this question, ask this question because now we're definitely going to lose John Watts, but would you have felt more confident if uh, Josh Whedon was directing this film? I uh, either Josh Whedon or the Russo brothers. I mean, well, Josh Whedon's in hot water right now as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's in hot water now. I mean, the thing is, um, I think Josh Whedon is is a um, very talented director and writer. Um, from what I hear, uh, he's a sucky person. Well, we talked about that. And, and both of us, uh, don't support his, uh, behavior or what he has done. But, but, you know, it's, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I can split, I can split, uh, an artist's work from the artist. Uh, I mean, there's some great works out there that, um, you know, the people who created them are weren't as as good or as as great as as we hey, would like them to be. But you, you think the other the other ones, the Russo brothers, are very there's they're they're like very difficult to work with, aren't they? Supposedly, um, I they could be. I mean, I haven't heard anything. Um, I want to say I want to speculate that I've heard that they were a little complicated. They were a little difficult to work with. Um, if it wasn't attitudes and it just their their way of doing things, I know there's a, I've heard that there was a lot of like open open, you know, scene shot that you don't really know why you're shooting them, and then they they just so they have them type deal. Um, but <clears throat> maybe a little maybe a little difficult as well. Um, but I don't know. It's weird. You know, it, it, people like that at that level, if you're hearing that they're difficult now when they're kind of out of the, out of the spotlight in the limelight, you know, that's usually when you hear more deals, like 
if Josh Whedon was terrible, he's always been terrible. You know, people don't really change. It's just kind of like when you when you lose your value to the people around you to work with you, so to speak, then they're then and they're done with you. That that then that's when things come out. So you know, it's a crazy jungle out there, boys and girls. Everybody, crazy jungle out there. So. Spider-Man, you know, the new Spider-Man looks decent, yo. Go check it out. We need to, we need to have Josh Josh Watts needs to further his climb. You know what I mean? We support him. I hope he doesn't cancel on the show, man. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be really bummed out if he cancels the fucking show cuz that you know, he was very excited about it. He was like, you know, we're going to sell fucking a billion more movie tickets to the new Spider-Man flick by coming on the Boombastic cast. And I was like, well, I don't know about a billion more tickets, dude. Maybe like fucking you might get yourself the high millions going or something in ticket sales from the, the Boombastic cast visit. But, but and now that could all be up in smoke, man. That could all be just a, a, a fucking bad memory. A regret. It could all be a big, gigantic regret. You know what I mean? He does listen live. So we can't even edit the footage now, dude. Now we're fucking stuck, man. Shit. You gotta leave it in. Alright, well... Do you want to say anything else in closing? No, no, I'm good. I, I think I pretty much uh, said how I feel. I mean, it does look you cool. Did. You definitely did, as you, as you always do. Which is why I love you. Let's run away together. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll pick you up in 45 minutes. Everybody. They're waiting for you, dude. This might be the last episode of the Boombastic cast, but if it is, just know that we're in love. Me and Alex are in love, and we ran off together, and we're looking for things. Things, money, money and podcast fame can't buy you. You know what I mean? But, uh,. If we've realized that we can find those things, then we'll be back and catch y'all on the next episode of the Boombastic Cast. Mm. Mm.